0: Welcome to the Immigrant Finance Podcast, a show dedicated to everything money, online business, and immigration. Because immigrant families deserve to build generational wealth too. I'm your host, Adina, social entrepreneur, an immigration attorney, and financial educator and coach for immigrant families. I created the Immigrant Finance platform with my husband, Mauricio, who immigrated to the US eight years ago after we struggled through the whole process of trying to figure out finances as an immigrant family alone. who wanted to share what we learned about building wealth with others along the way and created the Immigrant Finance School Group Coaching Program, where we teach immigrants and their families like you how to manage their money, get started investing, and build online businesses in just weeks, all with group accountability and support. Our clients have been able to get started investing and develop lifelong plans to build generational wealth, regardless of their immigration status actually launched an online business they've been dreaming of starting for years, bringing enough income to leave a job with a shitty boss and book up their calendar for the rest of the month just after announcing their new coaching business. I'm coming to you with a new show several times a week with stories about online business lessons, money and mindset insights, and guest interviews to help you become financially empowered. Each episode will switch between personal finance and online business topics. So let's get to this week's episode. Today I'm talking about 4th of July for immigrants and how how it's a complicated holiday. Um, And this is an opportunity really to reflect on your family's immigration story and experience or your own, why you all came here, right? What were the goals? What what was the vision? (laughs) <laughs> thanks guys um what what made you what what was that larger vision of why your family came here and what does this holiday mean to you right for i've been talking with several of you in our community and there's a range of emotions that this holiday brings up from feeling positive negative or mixed the positive tends to do a lot with seeing you know all the opportunities this country has provided for you and your family the negative tends to be about the injustices and exploitation that immigrants face in this country and being very aware of that. And then there's obviously a lot of mixed feelings that go with that. So take this moment to think about like what it means for you and, and your family. And I'm gonna share three ways of how, um, you know, regardless of how you feel about this country and being here, you can make sure to be empowering yourself financially um, knowing that you're in this country, and and kind of taking this moment of Fourth of July to get some clarity on, you know, what your goals are going forward and what you can do to make sure you're as empowered as possible, you know, regardless of all the pros and cons of this country and what and what this means. Um, I, and before I get to sharing those three things, I'm I'm going to talk a little bit about my relationship with Fourth of July as an immigration lawyer, as A wife of an immigrant um, and as the great-granddaughter of refugees who came to this country and share a little bit why it's complicated um, for me and then I will share some feedback, some great words that people in our community shared about what it means for them. Um, If you have any thoughts you want to share and and want me to read out, go ahead and put in the comments and I'll be happy to share with the group. This is also going to be played on the podcast as well. And if you're watching live, let me know so I can say hi to you. If you're watching the replay, let me know so I can connect with you and make sure to hear about your insights as well about 4th of July for immigrants. Um, So let me start off with what my relationship with 4th of July and what it means for me. Um, So there's a lot of negative and positive that's mixed together when it comes to 4th of July for me. First of all, as an immigration lawyer, I have seen a lot of negative and positive. I have seen a lot of injustices of how immigrants are treated in this country. Um, I have also seen how people's lives have been saved because of this country. So in my day job at a nonprofit, I work with immigrants who are detained by ICE and who are facing deportation. So really extreme situation. And I've seen how people um, have faced so much racism and injustice and violence in the system and been dehumanized, and so it's really hard for me, having seen that and and had so many clients I really care about be treated that way, to feel a hundred percent positive and prideful on Fourth of July. So I'm just going to admit that that you know, it, I do have an uncomfortable relationship with patriotism, having seen these things in the system. I also have seen how the U.S. has been a beacon of hope and safety for for people as an immigration lawyer. I, I represent asylum seekers, people who are um, becoming refugees or refugees. And I have also seen how many of my clients have, their lives have literally been saved because they were able to make it to the US. Um, and especially if they're able to stay here if they win their asylum case. And so that is also something you know positive I see as an immigration lawyer about the the opportunity and safety that the US can provide for people. And we know actually that the US um, accepts some some of the most refugees of any other country in the world. And a lot of people who have come here um, have been fleeing for their lives and who are seeking more opportunities. And this country has provided that hope for them. There's just a lot of injustices in the system as well that make that more complicated and nuanced for me as an immigration lawyer. Next, as the wife of an immigrant, there's also a lot of negative and positive that comes with 4th of July for me. Um, so the positive is, you know, I'm so incredibly grateful and blessed that my husband and I are able to be in the same country. Um, there's There were years where we didn't know if we'd be able to be in the same country, if he'd be able to stay here, um, issues with his visa, issues with trying to get a visa, a lot of uncertainty that was incredibly stressful. Um, you know, particularly as an immigration lawyer and knowing what can happen and the system, really, really difficult. And um, you know, I think that this, this system is designed to only allow certain people to stay here and spouses of U.S. citizens to have have a lot of preference in the system so that we have benefited from and been privileged by. And that's how we're able to be together and, and be in the same place. So I I am grateful we're able to be in the same country, but I'm also really aware of all the challenges and struggles we had to go through for that to happen. Um, and all of the financial struggles we went through in this country, um, how Mao was treated by people when he first came here, how he was discriminated against and faced labor abuses in some of his jobs, right? So a lot of complicated feelings for me as the wife of an immigrant, having gone through that with him, um, you all know, that's really the basis of why we started immigrant finance because we um, went through so many challenges and frustration and stress and anxiety trying to figure out the Im- the financial system um, for an immigrant, for an immigrant family, and how difficult that was. The third um, way that I think about Fourth of July is, is as the great granddaughter of refugees, a lot of negative and positive with that as well. Um, the positive is that my family were, you know, fleeing for their lives. They were—we come from a Jewish family who fled persecution in Eastern Europe. They were all being killed, and the only reason I'm here today and that my family is here is because the U.S. allowed in my family when they came here as refugees. Um, that being said, my great grandmother was detained at Ellis Island and separated from her family when she arrived here. We actually just went on a trip to New York, and I was able to go to Ellis Island and see where she had been detained. Um, her eyes were red from crying and they thought she had an eye disease. So they they separated her from her family and they kept her locked up for several days. She was eventually allowed to enter the country um, because she, her she stopped crying some and her eyes kind of went back to normal, but she could have easily been deported, right? And I would have never been here. And so that's complicated too, because I, have worked with a lot of people who have been deported and, and know what could have happened um, and how close it was for my family to not have the opportunities that they had and how she was treated. I also know that growing up, you know, we, me and my family always felt different from being kind of like an immigrant family, even though we were a gen- few generations down. I, um, you know, we always felt a little different, different culture, different customs, and we're not really part of the mainstream. And I think Jewish people always feel a little bit like left out in American society in some ways. I know a lot of other immigrant groups can relate with. So that is also complicated with my relationship with 4th of July, grateful we're able to be here, but also aware of a lot of the challenges. And and now I wanna share a couple uh, pieces of Um, some words from some members of our community I was messaging with this morning who shared their relationship with 4th of July. So first we have Kayla who is an aspiring um, CFP and you can follow her at Kayla A. Dominguez. So she said, you know, it's funny. My family celebrates 4th of July, but we don't celebrate Cinco de Mayo. My dad's family immigrated from Mexico. My dad is proud of this country, even though the many faults, he's happy happy to finally be an American citizen. If his parents wouldn't have sent him here, he'd be poor and doing who knows what, maybe farming like everyone else. When he runs marathons, he wears both the Mexican and American flags. Long story short, there's a lot of injustice, a lot of hate and the road to success is hard for people of color and immigrants. But with guidance from people like us, we can help change that narrative. The fact that we can sleep safely at night and not worry about being home before dark or else those narcos could rob us is something really to be grateful for. So thank you Kayla so much for those really inspiring wise words. I think you highlighted a lot of the nuance that I'm trying to hit on here and really glad that um, we were able to share that. So thank you so much for sharing that with the community. And next I'm gonna share some words from Victor from our journey with Les. Victor said, maybe in a skewed way of thinking, but very grateful, I'm in the U.S. Being able to be successful, even though my wife and I are both immigrants, is mind-blowing. Taking advantage of everything this country has to offer. Our first generation son knows that we love the U.S., but I'm sure there's oppression and injustice all around us. Part of my family just became of legal status, and all of them love living here. So also some more nuance there, and um, I appreciate Victor and Kayla sharing some of the positives and some of the pride they have as being part of immigrant families, um, you know, when it comes to 4th of July, and also some of the concerns and nuances there. It, it's nuanced, and so I just really want to highlight, you know, in this talk today about how it's okay if you're filling all these mixed things because there's other people filling it too, and I'm just going to check if really quickly if we got any others. And I think I saw a message come in. Let's see. And if you have anything you want to share about your relationship with Fourth of July, please put it in the chat. And um, I will read it out. I know you guys have a lot of insights to share. And lastly, I'm just going to talk about three points um, from this video. Let's see, check another chat. Okay, three points um, in this video about how you can empower yourself financially, like knowing all those nuances, knowing what you and your family have been through, knowing the opportunities that you have, but also the barriers and challenges and how that kind of all comes together on 4th of July. Like, let's talk about three things you can do to still move forward and be the one who has agency and personal responsibility of your feet and your future, regardless of what your status is regardless of what the system has told you about your value as a person and as an immigrant, regardless of the injustices you face, what can you do personally to remain empowered? um, And and when it comes to finances, use that as a tool to be pursuing that American dream, whether it's real or not, whether you believe in it or not. Um, I think there's good arguments that may not exist in many ways still today. There's also arguments that, This is still the land of opportunity, and I know I've spoken and worked with many of you who have had nothing handed to you, who don't have status, and you're building businesses and building wealth for your family. So in that way, I think my um, questioning of the American dream has been, has kind of turned toward being more hopeful, honestly, as I've done this work in immigrant finance. I was a lot more skeptical before, but I do have more hope now that I've been working with several of you who've been able to become financially strong and build businesses and start investing regardless of what you and your family have been through. That gives me a lot of hope about the opportunities there in this country. So um, here's three things you can do. First is decide that you want to be financially empowered. So whether that's deciding that you're going to learn how to manage money um, and not look away and look at the numbers and look at your emotions and spending habits and, you know, empower yourself to have the strategies and tools to make sure that your goals are moving forward. Or it can be deciding to become an investor. It can be deciding to start a business. Whatever it is, make a decision because sometimes the most important thing is just making a decision. Really the difference between Six, people who are successful and not is often just that the people who are successful decided they're going to be successful and made that decision that regardless of what barriers and challenges come in the way they are going to persevere and they're going to keep moving forward and find a way around those challenges right so you can make that decision today to do that as well the second is to surround yourself with others who want to be empowered. It's really hard to do this alone. Uh, Mao and I know that because for several years after he immigrated here, we were trying to figure this all on our own in finances and it was really lonely and isolating and a lot more stress inducing and, and anxiety provoking than it needed to be. And if we had had a community of other people going through that, I think it would have been a lot more positive experience and easier. So that's exactly why we created our immigrant finance school programs so that no immigrants ever have to be alone and going through this process of learning about how to navigate the U.S. financial system and build wealth. And there's other opportunities too to find that community. You, know, you can make your own community with your family, with your friends, with people in your neighborhood um, who are interested in learning about finances. Start meeting weekly. You can make your own mastermind, whatever it is find other like-minded people so you're not alone. And the third is to have trust and faith that you can learn um, what you need to learn and and don't let fear stop you and keep you where you are. Right? Um, So the the antidote, the opposite of fear is faith, right? And the, the opposite of doubt is trust. And these are kind of on different energy spectrums. They go hand in hand. So if you're feeling a lot of fear, um, and a lot of doubt about your ability to become financially empowered, try to embrace and step into the trust that you can have and the faith that you can have in yourself, in your potential in whatever you believe in, whether it's God, the universe, angels, whatever, whatever you believe in of like a larger power or being, um, but have trust and faith that you can do this and that you can become financially strong. It's really just about making that decision and believing in yourself to do it. So um, I, I hope that's help, some helpful takeaways on 4th of July to think about You know, now reflecting on your family and your own immigration experience and relationship with 4th of July um, to sum up. So make a decision to become financially empowered, surround yourself with other people who wanna be, and third, have trust and faith that you can learn what you need to learn and you can build what you wanna build. Um, so if this was helpful or if we can provide any more support for you, we'd love to do that. So please go ahead and book a, a complimentary 30-minute financial strategy call. We offer these to our community and we can talk further and see how we can support you, what resources we can tell you about. Just go to immigrantfinance.com slash consult. And if you're looking for that, that guidance and support and community to really take your finances to the next level, apply to Immigrant Finance School, which is our signature program. It's a six week building wealth um, group coaching program for immigrants and their families. And our next group is starting July 18th. We still have a couple spots left and we would love to have you apply and, and, and hopefully join the group. Well, thank you so much. Enjoy your 4th of July, you all, whether you're celebrating or not, just um, make sure to really step into your power and and you know stand on the shoulders of all the immigrants who have come before you um, and the opportunities that are available for you and make sure to keep moving forward and embrace those and not let fear, um, fear and doubts get in the way and stop you from doing that. Thank you so much and take care everybody, bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Immigrant Finance Show. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't done so already and leave us a review so we can reach more people to help. Also, did you know we started a free Facebook group for immigrant families who want to build generational wealth? We're doing free monthly trainings covering everything from investing to online business. Plus, you will be in there with a network of other inspiring members of our community. Make sure to join us at facebook.com groups slash immigrant finance and we'll see you there.